0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Indictment or no indictment? That is the question. Will there be an indictment today? It is Thursday, July 27th, and by all accounts, everybody was gearing up for an indictment today. Uh, News media was parked outside the courthouse in Washington DC reporting on every move that was happening. Uh, The grand jury came in this morning. They, They could see them filing into the grand jury room, and prosecutors were there, and everybody expected an indictment to come today. But what happened? What we know happened today is that uh, that two of Donald Trump's lawyers, uh, Todd Blanche and John Lauro, who's a new lawyer added to his team, have met with prosecutors in what seems like a last ditch effort to try to get them to not indict uh, Mr. Trump, for the third time now, this will be his third criminal indictment uh, for January 6th and all of the things that happened both before, during, and after that date to try and steal the election back from the American people. So what's going on? Let's let's talk about what's going on, when we can expect an indictment, and what's happening. Uh, So We all know by all accounts Jack Smith has been in the grand jury furiously uh, presenting evidence, presenting testimony, calling witnesses, all related to January 6th in Washington DC. We don't know the scope of what's gonna ultimately happen. We don't know if it will be the full many, many, probably hundred count indictment that he could be charged with for all of the incidents that he, that Mr. Trump uh, participated in, in an effort to, uh, both pressure the states to Put in a false slate of electors, to pressure Mike Pence to not certify the election, and ultimately to uh, foment violence and s- try to stop the certification, which they temporarily did on January 6th, and create violence in the Capitol. This could be a huge sweeping indictment with with dozens of defendants, right? You could see Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, you could see um, John Eastman, Mr. Cheeseborough. There's just to name a few people who uh, could be included in this indictment, but there's many, many more who are equally as culpable uh, as as each other, Mr. Trump being the leader of them all and the one who's most culpable. Will Jack Smith go for the big, huge indictment or will he pick a more streamlined indictment uh, in an effort to try to get the case to go to trial? Because, you know, as you know, his number one, uh, his number one defense or trial tactic is to delay. Don't ever get to trial. And that is his entire defense here is don't get to trial, win the election, and then either pardon myself or dismiss the case if it's still open under my DOJ if I'm Donald Trump. That's his entire entire criminal defense strategy and it's a good one because that could work if he wins which i don't think he will but that's his strategy so he doesn't want a trial so the best way to do that is put as many charges with as many issues and as many defenses that uh that defense lawyers could raise that could potentially delay things or add more defendants with more defense attorneys who will make motions themselves one will move to sever one will say i'm not available i'm having surgery for you know you know a month or whatever you know and all of those little dates that add up that you you know this one's delays it a week another one delays it two weeks another one delays it a few days they all add up and what happens you get too close to, to the election you don't have a trial so one possibility and the one that i think is ha- is most likely is that jack smith is going to do a discrete, streamlined indictment with just Trump or maybe, you know, one other kind of Batman and Robin, like Trump and Nada, whoever that would be uh, for the Jan 6 case for him, someone they have to bring a case against for whatever reason, you know, but it would be very discreet like he did in Mar-a-Lago and just a few charges. Don't forget in the Mar-a-Lago indictment, uh, they they seized over a 100 classified documents that had national security information but we only saw 31 or 32 charges right we only they only used 31 documents of those hundreds why again keep it streamlined don't charge absolutely everything you can just pick a few and it doesn't help prosecutors in any way right a prosecutor every charge you have is just one more charge with all of the elements that you have to prove each and every element as a prosecutor beyond a reasonable doubt. So why make your life harder and have to do that unnecessarily in this huge indictment when you can do it with just a few charges that, that you have rock solid and you can still tell a whole story in your indictment. You can tell the whole story, you know, the way they did in Mar-a-Lago. The Mar-a-Lago indictment is is a beautiful piece of work that tells a story that anyone can understand. You don't need to be a lawyer to understand that indictment. You just read it and you can see exactly what the conduct was uh, and what the evidence is and how strong the case is. And I, I think that's the playbook. I think you'll see it again here. And I think it'll be a more limited indictment, but again, let's see. So what's happening? Why haven't we seen the indictment yet? Why was it, you know, the whole, the, the, as I call it, the mainstream media, industrial complex, all a Twitter, all a flutter for the last few days, all saying it's going to happen Thursday, it's going to happen Thursday. Clearly, everybody knew something was happening Thursday. And really what was happening was Donald Trump's lawyers were going in to meet with Jack Smith's team to make a plea and try and convince them not to indict. And that's what happened today. That's what we believe uh, the meeting was about. I'm so excited to say that this episode is brought to you by eat sleep. We've spent almost half our lives in bed. And if you're a woman of a certain age like me, regulating your body temperature and getting a good night's sleep can sometimes be a challenge. My old mattress was old school. It would overheat while my husband and I were in it together, causing us to toss and turn and not get a good night's sleep. And inevitably, when he was hot, I was cold and vice versa. There's nothing worse than tossing and turning or sweating in the night, whether it's because of the summer heat or your body heat. The pod cover by 8 Sleep will keep you cool all night, all the way down to 55 degrees Fahrenheit if that's the temperature you choose, so you wake up feeling fully refreshed. The pod cover by Eight Sleep fits on top of any bed like a fitted sheet, and it will improve your sleep by automatically adjusting the temperature on each side of the bed based on your and your partner's individual likings. It can cool down, it can warm up, and it adjusts based on the phases of your sleep and the environment that you're in. The other thing I love about Eight Sleep is it genuinely helps improve your sleep routine and your habits and your overall sleep quality. I really love the temperature control and that both me and my husband can set our side of the bed, uh, each to our own liking. And I love the gentle vibrating alarm that you set each morning. And I wake up feeling refreshed after a great night's sleep, allowing me to start the day off right. My husband loves Eight Sleep's technology, which is incredible. While the temperature part is the biggest game changer for me, the pod cover has other amazing features. Thanks to the pod's sleep and health tracking, you can wake up to a personalized sleep report for you each morning that offers insights into how certain behaviors like late night exercise or caffeine impact your sleep and overall health. The pod cover by Eight Sleep truly provides the ultimate sleep experience. I've never experienced sleep like this, and the pod's cooling technology has been a lifesaver for me at this phase of my life. So if you're a woman of a certain age like me, and we all know who we are, invest in the rest you deserve with the Eight Sleep Pod. Go to eightsleep.com/legalaf and save $150 on the pod cover. That's the best offer you'll find. But you must visit eightsleep.com/legalaf for $150 off. Stay cool this summer with Eight sleep Now shipping within the USA, Canada, and the UK, and select countries in the EU and Australia. That's eightsleep.com/legalaf. And Donald Trump after the meeting. Uh, said you know that there was no indication given that there was any kind of notice uh, you know during that meeting that was given about what's going to happen you know we haven't been notified that we're going to be indicted uh, and you know he of course went on to his fake Twitter and um, and and tweeted about what he thought happened uh, or what he wanted us to know about the meeting and uh, I'm going to read it to you what he said. He said, uh, my attorneys had a productive meeting with the Department of Justice this morning, explaining in detail that I did nothing wrong, was advised by many lawyers, and that an indictment of me would only further destroy our our country. No indication of notice was given during the meeting do not trust the fake news on anything. Now, I don't know what he means by notice. Notice of what? Possibly he means notice of you've been indicted and, and it's time to surrender. Uh, but it was interesting because one of the things he said was, I did nothing wrong and I was advised by many lawyers. That is significant because that tells us what his defense is going to be when he was when he's ultimately charged. He is going to... Uh, he's going to say, oh, I was acting on the advice of my lawyers. And that is potentially a defense. I don't think he has it here because his lawyers weren't acting as lawyers. In fact, many federal, two federal judges, uh, one in particular, um, has already ruled that John Eastman, for example, uh, was not acting as his lawyer, therefore piercing the attorney-client privilege and uh, and saying that the crime fraud exception to the attorney-client privilege applies. And therefore, uh, we were able to, or, or prosecutors were able to get access to conversations and notes that were that were given um, by him uh, about, you know, between he and Donald Trump. And that has happened uh, on a couple occasions because this was, these are co-consulted conspirators. This isn't a lawyer giving good faith advice that a client can hide behind. These are criminal co-conspirators working together to commit a crime. And that's what this indictment is going to show. Uh, is there going to be an indictment today? Uh, it's been m- reported on multiple, in multiple channels, uh, c- including on Twitter, but also on NBC. So I think it's probably true uh, that there will be no indictment today, that court officials in Washington, D.C., the, the court clerks, etc are saying that there is not going to be an indictment today Thursday. but stay tuned. it could be any day uh, And why hasn't it happened today? Why didn't they get do an indictment today? I think it's because they met today and you know if nothing else, uh, Jack Smith and his team are going to listen to what uh, Donald Trump's lawyers had to say. They will consider it and i'm sure they will dismiss it and we will see an indictment very shortly in the next coming weeks uh if not coming days so that's where we are today we also know that Fonnie willis put up some uh some barriers in front of her courthouse Uh, i think they're getting ready for some big news happening down there so Something big is happening. Who's going to go first? Will it be Fonnie Willis or Jack Smith? Will it be the same day? I mean, he can't be at the same place uh, at the same time. So we'll see which one happens first. But it's this is a nail biter about uh, who's, who's going to get across the, the finish line first. But they're both coming, and they're coming big. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll see you when the indictments come down. Two things before I sign off, I was on the subway today in New York City and a lovely, lovely woman uh, named Naida Salgado uh, recognized me on the subway, came up to me and we had a, a lovely chat. She was saying how much she loved um, the Midas Touch Network and how she listens to it every single day. So it was such a, it made my day actually that I got to talk to someone who is in this fight with all of us and and believes the way we all believe uh, that this is an important, uh, Thing to do to save our democracy. So, Naida, thank you so much for coming up and introducing yourself. It was great to meet you. And one more thing, if you want to support, uh, uh, you want to support Legal AF and the Midas Touch Network. We have a new logo and we have new merch in the store. Uh, there's um, there are new T-shirts at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com. You'll see the new Legal AF T-shirts. They were designed by uh, a good friend of mine his name is Todd Radom, R-A-D-O-M, from Todd Radom Designs. Uh, he did them... Uh, f- uh, pro bono or free of charge just because he too believes in the movement and he's trying to help us raise money um, to support uh, all of the efforts to save our democracy. Todd radon has a fascinating story. If you want to Google him, he's been the designer for almost every sports team, every logo, every uniform of every major league baseball and other sports in this country. He's the number one designer and he's a good friend of ours. So he was happy to do it for free. We were lucky to get someone like him to help us design our new logo. Uh, he designed three of them for us so that you can choose, pick and choose which one you like the best, which one you want, and on what color shirt you want. We got a pink one for all the ladies out there who wanted pink, so support us at store.midastouch.com. And uh, thank you for listening. I'm Karen at, uh from Legal AF. Hey Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch. Keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.